0: Even with your eyes half open and your body half asleep, you can still hear the front porch running right at you. Hi, and welcome to the Front Porch Movement, a voice in civic engagement with stories that inform, connect, and inspire. I'm your host, Ted Canova. I'm not a morning person, but my dog sure is. For 12 years, Sally's been my alarm clock, waking me up for a walk long before I'm ready. Once we're out the door, it's easy to make peace with her infraction, especially when a jogger stops to talk and you find out she's had two life-threatening accidents which has taken away the filters that you and I probably have. The conversation that followed was rather amazing.
1: Hi, my name is Eleanor Caraway Noel, and six years ago I fell more than 20 feet headfirst into rocks and should have died. I had a severe traumatic brain injury and I was in a coma for over a month. I'm one of the first people in the world that they've removed this entire portion of my skull, a headband portion of my skull, and put it in my stomach for two weeks. The scar on my stomach, I'm one of less than 10 people in the world with that scar
0: can you recount the day that you got hit by a car
1: uh no i can't recount the day i got hit by the car or the traumatic brain injury but no one can recount a traumatic brain injury because that's how you stay sane and i have two months of my life basically deleted from my memory but the coolest thing for you to know is that my long-term memory after my traumatic brain injury is better than it was before because every emotion I feel right now from the the past six years has felt brand new to me. I have no memory of a single emotion from my entire life so my long term memory now is better than it was before my brain injury because unlike you my memories aren't biased and I have no bias against telling you every gritty detail but every memory and the stuff that was blocked because they like, oh, that hurt. None of it's blocked anymore and I have no memory of it hurting anyone or like why I shouldn't say it, so I tell you everything.
0: So you don't have filters, but you still have memories uh, yep, of your background. exactly. As I'm standing here, I do want to hear something about your accident that you shared with me.
1: Three months ago, I was on a morning run of 6 30 in the morning and I was crossing the road and a suburban was going 45 miles an hour and they didn't have their lights on so they didn't see me and I didn't see them and they hit me directly to the left side of my body and knocked me over 100 yards away and it broke my pelvis broke my back punctured my lung ruined my liver among other things. Um, I was in a bed in the hospital, Memorial Hospital in North Carolina for 21 days and all muscle atrophy. I'm 5'10 and a half, and I weighed less than 106 pounds.
0: What's interesting Is that you're out running. Uh,
1: Well, I made an amazing recovery, and that's why, like, after the brain injury and then after getting hit by a car. Oh, yes, and people do say that I am a cat. So I've used two of my lives, but I have seven left.
0: You struck up a conversation, and we kind of just started walking together, and you just automatically went into your story about being hit by a car. Was that part of your personality beforehand, just talking to strangers?
1: I was very conservative and never talked to anyone before the brain injury, but since the brain injury and since getting hit by the car, my head was hit again. I am much more outgoing.
0: Okay, so if we don't talk about your memory and emotions, can you, are you able to at least talk about where things are in the world right now? Are you frustrated with where the country is going?
1: If effing Donald Trump ends up in the office, yeah, I'll be like, what the hell has happened to America?
0: You live in North Carolina full-time? Yes. And North Carolina is one of the states that politicians look to as a bellwether of whether they can get elected or not.
1: Boy, you're going to hate me because I can't stand politics.
0: What is it about politics that you don't like?
1: Conniving and just simplicity of going for the idiots in America, and I don't think it's very honorable.
0: Do you have any thoughts of what could turn things around in America?
1: Better health care and education, just getting kids more involved in schools and afternoon programs and so not getting into drugs and stuff, but keeping them involved and in doing stuff at school and not making money so much of an issue
0: if i were to ask you to rate your hope for the future on a scale of 1 to 10 with 10 being good what number would you give it 7 and why is that
1: because i'm so optimistic and think of the good but i'm realistic and won't put us further ahead than we need to be. God has good plans for all of us and won't cause the world to have such turmoil.
0: Were you religious before your accident? Yes, very And when you were recovering for those days?
1: Church was like my family. That church has always been like my family.
0: And what about when you were recovering? Did you ever have ill words of God that, why me?
1: No, because what happened to me, I mean, it's life, it's how it happens, like it could be anyone and why ask why me when then the same question is, why me, why the hell am I doing so well now, you know? So why ask the why me when I'm, would you be able to tell that any of this has happened to me?
0: Uh, maybe just with some of your speech?
1: Yeah, but if I hadn't like said anything but just looking at me, like, well, could you have told, said like, she should be dead?
0: None of that would have occurred to me. It almost seems like you don't have the burden of regret or resentment.
1: I mean, I still do at times, but my regret and resentment is just, like, all on, like, oh, why the hell am I like that? That's just me, and I, that's how I am, so I, I'll deal with it. My highest moral in life is honesty, and it bites me in the but a lot of times because I'm brutally honest always and I'm not able to sugarcoat things or anything like that. But I, that's what, why I love myself and I believe that I'm such a good person because I will always be up front with you and tell you exactly what I think.
0: Well, one of the things you told me was that you got engaged recently?
1: Yes, I did. It's, a, it's strange. It's so strange. In six months, I'll be 30. But the good news is, before I'm 30, I am engaged. I might not be married, but engaged is good enough. How did it happen? I've dated him for over four years, and he's the best person I've ever known. He was a Marine, so he's brutally polite and oh. <laughs> I'm not on time to things anymore. I'm over 15 minutes early to everything. Lordy, what do I deal with now?
0: Thanks for talking with me, Eleanor.
1: (laughs) Thank you very much. It was good to talk to you.
0: Eleanor is the face of courage. She doesn't complain, doesn't blame, doesn't have a list of what ifs. And as you heard, she's certainly aware of current events. You know they say a picture is worth a thousand words, well in Eleanor's case it's at least a million. Uh, She showed me the one of her lying in her hospital bed.
1: That's the day of the accident.
0: As good as gone.
1: And see my head was hit again because I have abrasions on my cheeks.
0: Along with a funny one of her showing off her engagement ring. They're all on our website frontporchmovement.com While you're there we invite you to share your own story Check out our other podcasts and short videos and share it all with your friends and followers. It'll help us build this community. Thanks for doing that. And thanks for listening to the Front Porch Movement, a voice in civic engagement with stories that inform, connect, and inspire. I'm your host, Ted Canova. See you next time.